Shabbat Tafa'in Dalamur Aleph. The last thing we did was we started uh, the, the great Mishnah of, uh, of all the Avot Melachot on Shabbat. We said there's 39 based on the Mishkan. And we started breaking them down one by one. We talked about Horesh. Then we went into Kotzer. Then we went into Me'amer. Then we went into Dash. Now we're on the next four, which is we're actually going to be starting Ayin Gimel Amud Bet on the bottom. About uh, the three lines from the bottom, Hazore, Haborer, Vatohen, Vamraked. So we're going to talk about those four melachot. So just to get a clear picture of what these melachot are, Hazore is you're throwing uh, the, the I guess whatever you crushed up in the air so the chaff could uh, go away in the wind. Borer, where you take away with your hand or with a keli uh, all the all the everything that you don't want, the psolet, Hatohen. Um, you grind, I guess, to be able to take out whatever you don't like. Vehamraked, when you sift, all these are the same type of melacha, which leads the Gemara to ask: Hainu zore, Hainu borer, Hainu meraked. Now, take away tohen for a second, but zore, borer, amraked are all the same type of melacha. You're basically at the end of the day, you're taking away uh, something good from something uh, not good. You're separating it. Abaye and just have a simple explanation. Anything that was in the Mishkan, even though there are Melachot that are like it, Hashiv, that we counted it part of the the, the, 40, the 39 Melachot. So the Gemara asks, So if that's the case, uh, throw in there Kotesh. Kotesh is when you're pounding the wheat. You have poor people who eat it without uh, crushing. No, Rabbi explains, who is this? We know that there's 39 melachot. It would have been 40. Okay. So why don't you throw out one of these and throw in Kotesh? Rather, you have to explain like Abaye that the reason is uh, because there are Anim who eat their bread without uh, Kotesh, without uh, crushing. Now, there's two Tosafot who talk about our Sugiya. Number one, he um, the first Tosafot is saying that it's only a Melacha that has a real difference in the action, but if uh, if that Melacha that we're saying like Shovet or Mdakdek is actual, that's the way you do Mesech, then, or that's the way you do Oreg, or that's the way you do Dash, then it, they're not going to give it its own Melacha. Number two is Sheken Ani Ochel Pito Belokitisha. Well, the Ani does a lot of other things without, uh, eats a lot of other things without, uh, maybe without uh, Harkadah. So, Tosafot goes through uh, where to draw the line, like um, what the Ani does and what we do in the Mishkan. And the Hatam Sofer explains that when it comes to uh, to the Mishkan, remember we're doing things the rich way. We had a lot of gold and and and, and, and jewelry over there. So, but when a person, so when you're talking about afiyah or things like that, where or a person eats himself, that's a totally different story. And maybe the poor person would do it in a cheaper way. Okay. Tanu Rabbanan. Hayu lefanav mini ochelin. A person had a whole bunch of uh, foods over there. You had uh, food, you had waste, uh, you have everything over there, right? Borer veochel, borer maniach. You take uh, whatever you need to take uh, and you leave whatever you leave for other people. That's the way Tosfot explains it. Velo but you shouldn't be borer. Veim berer hayav hatat. 
Uh, don't be whatever if you you are borer you hayav hatat. So what does that mean? My kamar. What's going on over here? Amarula hachi kamar. This is what the Brita means. Borer veochel lebo bayom. You could be borer and and eat and and uh, for that day. O borer umaniach lebo bayom. And you could be borer and leave for uh, that day. Ol mahar. But if you want to leave it for tomorrow, lo yivor veim borer hayav hatat. Matkif larav hastarav hastarav a question. V'chimutah lefot lebo bayom. V'chimutah levasher lebo bayom. If I'm doing an av melacha, am I allowed to do it for 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 today and not for tomorrow? Am I allowed to bake for today? Ela marav hastar borer veochel pachot mikashiur. You let me borer and eat less than shiur. Borer umaniach pachot mikashiur less than shiur. Ovechashiur lo yivror veim birer hayav hatat. And and, uh, and and if it's a shiur, don't be borer. And if you are borer, have hatat. Matkif la Rav Yosef. Now Rav Yosef uses the same logic against Rav Hasda. Vechi muta lefot b'chot min kashiur. Are you allowed to uh, are you allowed to bake uh, less than a shiur? And Tosfot asks the question: uh, Didn't you that uh, the Gemara is using uh, Rav Hasda's logic against them? And it probably it probably Rav Hasda felt that in borer, if you were less than a shiur, it's not considered uh, a borer. Ela Amar Yosef, Borer Veochel, you could be Borer and eat yourself, Bayad with your hand. Borer Umaniyah, Bayad, you could be Borer and leave it for other people with your hand. Now, the middle ground would be Bekanon Uptamhoi, a canon is like some sort of wood uh, device where uh, you put it in one side and it comes out clean on the other side, Uptamhoi, or a large uh, bowl where you could uh, be Borer that way. Loivor Veimberer Patur Avalasur. You shouldn't do it, but if you did it, you're patu. You don't have to give a uh, you don't have to give a korban because that's not the way of doing uh, borer. But still, asur to do it lechatchila. Now, ubna pav kvara loyvror. That's the vein borer hayav hatat. You have to give a korban. So that's level three. Matkif la rav hamnuna. Now, rav hamnuna has a question. Midi kanun v'tamhui katane. Does it say kanun tamhui in the mishnah? El amar rav hamnuna. They have to say. He explains like he explains that original brayta like this. Borer veochel, ochel mitoch pzot. I could take the I could take the uh, the fruit and leave the the waste. Borer omeniah. I could leave it for other people. Ochel mitoch psolet. Again, food from uh, the waste. Psolet mitoch ochel loivor. Veim berer hayav hatat. And if you did do berira, you hayav hatat. Matkifla abaye abaye asks a question. Midi ochel mitoch psolet katane. What does Mishnah say? Ochel mitoch psolet. I could be borer and eat on the spot. Borer I could I could be borer for other people on the spot if they want to eat right away. But for later today, not allowed. And if you did it for other people, it's like you're being borer to store it for later. Then you have a hayat They said they said this again from Raba. Amar lehu Shapira Manahmani. Abaye said it correctly. Nahmani is Abaye. Now, what the shiur is of lealter uh, on the spot? Uh, you have the Ramban who, expl- uh, who explains that uh, I'm preparing it for the shoda. The shoda is going to happen within 20 minutes. Let's say I'm preparing it for the shoda. You have the Ritva who says dafka dafka. Bishat uh, Sauda, you're allowed to be Borer, not, uh, not before. So the Gemara says, Ayuda Fanaf Shinemine Ochalin, Uberer Vachal Uberer Venia. Rav Ashe Matne Patur, Birmiam Lifti Matne Hayav. 
So you have two types of food. You took one out. Uh, you have Rav Ashir says patur. Rav Yirmiya says hayav. Rav Ashir matne patur. Wait a second. How is he patur? Hatane hayav. We said before in the right eyes hayav. Meaning if it was lealter, it should be mutal chathila. It shouldn't be a, a patur or hayav. Like my answer is la kashya ha bekanun v'tamhoi ha benafal kvara. When we said patur, that was going, that was the kanun and the tamhoi. And when we said Yahayav Korban, that's Benapa Okvara, that's the actual sifter. Kiatar of Dimi, when of Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael, Amar Shabbata Derav Bebai Havai. It was the badge for Rav Bebai to serve the Talmud Hachamim because he had them over. Vikalau Rabbi Ami Rabbi Asi and Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi came. Shadakamayu Kalkalad Per. He put out in front of them a basket with perot, and I guess there was waste over there, maybe leaves, and he didn't want to take out the leaves. We didn't know. We didn't know. Why didn't he do it before? Uh, why didn't he take out the waste before? Either did he felt that ochel mitoch psolet is asur before the seuda, or he wanted to make the basket look better. I, mean, I guess when you have fruits with the leaves on it, it looks better. So we didn't know what he wanted. A person is borer, he separates the, the lupino beans, the turmus, right, yellow bean, size of maybe a penny, mitoch psolet shalein, from their psolet, from their uh, peel, hayav, you have to give a korban, ochel mitoch psolet asur, so maybe we, maybe we understand from this that ochel from psolet is asur according to chizkiah. The like my answer is no, shani turmusin, turmusim are totally different. You cook it seven times, ve'ilo shaklele, and if you don't take away the waste from them, uh, then masrah, it's going to spoil. And since it's soft, and then after the, they cooked it seven times, and it's like a waste, it's like taking away waste from the food. So it's like meaning, since it's all connected, um, one side of it's considered food, the other one considered waste, and hachamim or mahmir that should be considered borer psolet mitoch ochel since that's the way uh, it's fixed. Now Rashi explains that there are tormusim uh, of better and less uh, quality, and uh, I guess the, some of them you have to cook seven times, and the ones that are not so good only three times. I guess you cook them all together and you take out the ones that are less quality after three times and that's like psolet mitoch ochel. And there's the ritva explanation, there's different types of uh, explanation exactly what this uh, means. Now, by the way, um, in the halakha, for halakha purposes, um, we said that uh, since uh, since the psolet over here helps it when it gets cooked, then it's uh, it's like bore psolet mitoch ochel hayav. But the tour says that was in their uh, turmusim. Our uh, turmusim today are not. That's not the system of how to, uh, I, I guess, use it. And therefore, you're allowed to take uh, the food out of the psolet. Interesting. Another question that comes up the uh, fialacha is two types of food. One I like, one I don't like. Is that considered psolet and ochel? Um, it's interesting. Please, uh, look at the shulchan aruch and. What would be the halacha over there? With that, uh, the Gemara continues. A person who uh, crushes. Amarav, Papa, Haiman, Deparim, Silka. Person who uh, 
cuts a beet into very, very small pieces. Hayav mishum tohen is hayav mishum tohen, grinding. Someone who cuts pieces of wood into very, very small pieces in order to make uh, kindling wood for it, firewood. Hayav mishum tohen. If a person wants to cut it to exact sizes, the question with uh, um, with tehina uh, is number one is is it only a problem with beets, right, or is it a problem with other vegetable with other vegetables also? And Tosafot seems to be saying that it's only a problem with beets. Other stuff uh, not a problem. And, but the problem is later on, like Daf Kufiu Dalid, uh, we have it's, it sounds like Tosafot is talking about uh, any any vegetable for that uh, for that uh, for that matter. And then you have Rabbi Hanan Els Perush that uh, it depends how you did it. If you did it by grinding without cutting, that's called uh, grinding. That's called tahina. Now the Ran also says that the same way to be borer was allowed on the spot. Also the to be I guess. To, to do a to grinding uh, or to cut vegetables very 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 small during the for sauda purposes on the spot is mutar. The command now continues vehalash vealfe kneading and baking. Amarav papa shavaktana didan bishul samanim de havaba mishkan. You wait, you didn't go into bishul venakat ofe bishul samanim when you when we cooked the 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 dye to make the color for the mishkan. That was a melech mishkan. You brought me ofe. Ofe is for the lechem apanim. Lechem apanim is not a melecha for the mishkan. So the gemara explains no. Tana didan sidura de patnakat. We're talking in order of whatever we had to do in order to get the bread. So we started with zorea and now we got to ofe. But uh, as the ran explains, really ofe and bishul is the same thing. Just ofe is more uh, relevant to what people do. I took a piece of wood and I threw it into the oven. I wanted to get hard. You're cooked. Pshita, well, obviously. No. I just want to make this stronger, right? I'm not. I'm not cooking. I just want to make it stronger. It first softens up and then it becomes strong. And, and because in that middle stage it became soft, your Hayav Mishum Mevashel. And Tosafot explains, even though my Kavana wasn't to, 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 to cook, it was just to make it stronger, still, since on, that's the way to do it is by softening it and then, and then, hard, and then it becomes hard, it's called cooking. A person who uh, heated up uh, zefet, tar. Well, we know that. No, I would have thought. Since the tar uh, becomes, is going to automatically become hard once it's off the fire. Maybe it's not hayav. That it's, you are hayav. A person who is making a barrel on Shabbat made of clay. Hayav Mishum Sheva Hataot has to give seven Hataot. Why? You did seven Averot. Number one, Tohen. When you when you took the clay, uh, you had to grind it. Number one, Borer. You had to, uh, I guess, to take out the rocks. Number three, you have to sift, Merakid. Then you have to knead the clay. That's Lash. Then you have to smoothen that. That's Memachek. Then you have to... Uh, uh, you have to boil it. So number one is you have to start the fire. That's Mavri. And then you have to cook it. Mevashel. 
and tanura. And if you're making a uh, oven of clay, hayav mishum shmone hataot, the seven that we just explained, and you have to also uh, you have to uh, put it in smoke in order to strengthen it, and this way it could uh, it could keep heat. And that's uh, that's I think makebe patish. That's uh, ending. That's the finished product. A person who wants to make a basket of uh, reeds, number one, kotzer. Number two, notea. You're cutting, and now you, when you're cutting it, you're making the tree better. Me'amer, when you put them all together, you're me'amer. Number four, you're borer, because you're going to take, you're going to, you're going to only take the, the good ones and the, leave the bad ones, or and so on. Me'mahek. You're going to smooth them out, the the, the, the reeds. You're going to grind them, tohen. You're going to cut them to exact measurements. That's mehatech. Then you're going to set it up uh, to prepare it to be uh, sewn. So uh, the, the the reeds going up to down, just to set it up is, is mesech. Then once you put those reeds in, you're right? You're making two, uh, uh, two, I guess you're making two reeds go up to down. Then oreg. Then when you put it together and you start weaving your oreg, then you to finish it. You have to cut whatever's there, and then you uh, cut all the reeds that are sticking out. And your hayav mishum patish. If you sew the top apart, which is uh, now you have to do, uh, you're, you're tying it. That's kosher. Now, just to stop a second and discuss that mevashel uh, part of everything about making something hard through making it soft first, the classic case would be is making toast on Shabbat. You take a piece of bread and you're putting it on uh, on a black or on a, anything that's uh, hot, and it, it becomes uh, toast. It become it becomes stronger. And on the way you cook it, and then uh, it becomes strong. So the question is: Is there uh, afia, harafia? Are you making it better? You get into that whole sugya. Some uh, a lot of uh, poskim want to be oser based on that this that you're making it your your fit because you're first making it soft then making it strong even though it's a finished product and some say it's because it's makebe patish and some say it's mutar altogether okay you're cutting out the the wool you're you're shearing the wool and then you're you're whitening it you're doing laundry person who is weaving wool on the animal while it's on the animal on shabbat you have three hatat have shalosh hatat hat mishum gozez because you're shearing hat mishum menapets because you're combing the hat mishum tove because you're weaving that's not the way we shear we don't comb that way we don't weave and therefore you are patur that's not the way to do it. When it came to Mishkan, it said, Now, what does that mean? And we explained, They washed everything, they washed the Izim, they washed the, the, the wool while it was on the Izim, and they, they wove it, they weave it, they wove it, they sewed it while it was on the Izim. So we see that if it's uh, weaving on top of an animal, while it's still connected to the animal, is considered uh, uh, tevia. Like my answer is, that's not fair. That was an extra chokma, okay, they knew how to do it, but that's not the regular way to, to weave. And Tosafot explains that uh, if you have one person who knows how to do it, uh, that's uh, your batel to everyone else. 
person pulls off, uh, I guess, that big uh, feather from a wing of a, of a bird. Now, and uh, we're not on the, well, there's a machlokot over here between the Ramban, Ritva, Meiri of uh, are we talking about while the bird's alive or not? Um, or you, you cut it off, uh, you cut off the, the top part of the feather, which is, uh, which is uh, thin and you could put it in a pillow. Or you just start pulling, the, plucking them out, the ones that are in uh, the feathers that are in the tail. And in all these cases, you want to put it in the pillow. Hayav shalosh hataot. You're hayav on three hataot. Ramar bishimom ben nakish tolesh hayav mishum gozez. Person who is plucking is hayav mishum gozez shearing kotem. When you're cutting it off, hayav mishum hatech because you want it. You want to cut it to exact sizes, and you want to make it available to put it into the pillow. Memaret hayav mishum memachek. And when you're uh, pulling out the, all the hair from the uh, from the when you're plucking out all the the feathers from the body of the of the animal or from the bird, you're you're smoothing it out. Hakosher vehamatir. Now we're going into uh, tying and untying. Keshirabe mishkan hechavai. Where was it? Amaraba sheken koshrin bitidot oalim. In order to get the, the, the tent to stand up, you had to tie uh, you had to tie it to the nails in, in that were in the ground. The Gemara asks back, yeah, but how koshel menat laatiru? That's uh, that was not a permanent tie, and they shouldn't be hayav if it's not there to be permanent. It's not you're not hayav. sheken or When the people who were weaving the yiriot, the curtains, when all of a sudden a thread or or a string got cut off, they would koshrinot that they would tie it. So the Gemara asks, asks You got okay. We got kosher. Matir So how do you explain matir? Where was that in the Mishkan? You want to tell me that if you have two threads that are tied next to each other, one of them you're going to untie and leave the other one tied. Meaning, if the person making that uh, curtain sees it's not perfect, he's going to leave one untied. They wouldn't do that in front of a milk basav adam. It's not nice. It would look like there's a hole over there because the the each string was very 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 thick. It was meant it was made from six different uh, threads. You tell me they would do it in front of kadosh baruch Of course they wouldn't. Uh, they would be very careful that it wouldn't come out that there's two knots in the, right next to each other. So she explained that if it ever did happen, we'd figure out what to do with the second string. Either we'd untie it and uh, and and connect it with another string, or we'd tuck it in, or it, we want it to look perfect. So then the Gemara explains: Ela amarava beitemar bialai sheken sadeh hilazon koshrim matirin. Those who were trying to catch the hilazon to make the techelet for the mishkan. In order to make the net, they'd have to tie and untie, and that uh, that's where we had it in the mishkan. Now, a few interesting things that come up over here. Number one, Tosfot proves from here that it doesn't have to be a uh, untying for uh, for the sake of tying. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be matir. Tosfot also brings a different uh, perush of what exactly happened over here in the name of uh, Rabbeinu Hananel. That would sound as if uh, it was a uh, matir al-minat likshor. And the Ritva brings a perush b'shem aherim that... Uh, Sometimes when they wanted to uh, tie something very, very tight, 
they would have to untie it first and then they tie it uh, tighter. And now another question is, uh, where did they get the chilazon from in the midbar? We it was supposed to be in she, by the shevet zevulun. So the radbaz shoot radbaz explained that now the chilazon is found by the ocean, and since they were right near uh, Yamsuf, they would go over there to get uh, um, uh, they would go there to get uh, the chilazon. So now the Mishnah, uh, the Gemara goes back into the Mishnah. A person sews two stitches. It can't last. It can't. It's not going to hold up. No, you have to, once you tie them, and now these two stitches could uh, could stay on, then you are hayav. Now the Korbanet Anel on the Rosh right away asks, then how do we tighten our pants? Let's say with a uh, with a maybe a needle or a bobby pin or one of these type of things. Uh, he doesn't understand. Uh, so the Hazonish explained that, no, even though keshira, uh, tying, that's not shilkayama, like we have over here by the uh, two stitches, still, that's not the way to stitch. This uh, tying is not the way to stitch, and therefore, uh, when you put a bobby pin or something like that, or a needle, that's just uh, tightening. It's not called stitching. And this goes with the, with the Ramban's perush that explains that uh, the keshira that was done over here was not a kesher shel kayama. Okay, we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.